played 14 events, Phil Mickelson. He missed six cuts. He was 168th in FedEx Cup points, which means he was in danger of not making the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. Uh, he was outside 200 in the rankings as far as driving accuracy and outside 100 as far as overall putting. So there was nothing. You could, you could look at nothing and say Phil has a chance, right? Yeah. Plus, he's going to play this incredibly difficult golf course, and he sprays it all over the place. I mean, there's no way he's going to keep it on, on dry land. And so he'll miss the cut. He'll go home, whatever. Well, lo and behold, he shoots that uh, really solid opening round and he started uh, off wonder. terribly. If you remember, yes, he was yes. like three over or so after his first five <laughs> holes, something like that. Yeah, it, it, it's funny how these guys capture lightning in a bottle. Uh, and he did, you know, Friday or Thursday was a great round, solid. Friday he follows it up. Yeah. Which, when, you know, after Thursday, it's like there's no way he's going to make the cut. We saw that at Wells Fargo, where he opened with that great round of 64 and then shot 75 the next day. Didn't do it. And then lo and behold, now suddenly everybody starts going crazy and the crowd gets involved and he feeds off the energy. And that's the thing, guys. This was the first event where the crowds were all back. They said they limited the number of tickets to 10,000 a day. And I question that, especially yesterday. If you guys mm-hmm. saw it on television, there had to be there had to be 60 or 70,000 people out there. It was <laughs> wow. I mean, it was incredible. It was it was that crowded. And and Phil absolutely fed off the energy and i would say 95 percent of the people there were rooting for phil mickelson maybe 100 percent. i don't know it sure seemed like they were all for him that's for sure well i'll tell you what was remarkable is the way he was able to hold it together and i realized it so when he had the five shot lead and then that <laughs> disappeared you thought you know what that was probably the opening right, right. but i realized that and i think i realized it on friday that there was something about Phil in this course and maybe the timing of it. I know that they talked about maybe he had taken up meditation lately. He was really being patient with every shot. He was like close. You could see him. He was literally closing his eyes and envisioning the shot. He was taking his time. He was very deliberate, and it was obvious, just as Kepka was struggling with his putter, that, that Phil felt very comfortable on the greens. I mean, he didn't putt lights out. But he just felt right. very comfortable. It, it, and how about this, guys? Yesterday morning before I, I got there early because we were doing stuff all day, and a caddy, who he said, Doug, don't use my name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, these guys give me inside information. And, you know, it's for the average fan, some of it, like, goes in one ear and out the other because it's hard to understand. But this guy told me, he said, listen, the wind has completely shifted. Yeah. I mean, it did yesterday. It was incredible. And he said, for a left-handed golfer like Phil – he said, look out, because the way he hits the ball, left to right, a draw for a lefty, he goes, it sets up perfect. These holes that will be hard for everybody else are going to be easy for Phil. And right. I was like, I was like, really? I said, I, you know, am I really buying this? And as it turned out, Phil said it even afterwards on Golf Channel, um, that, yeah, the wind shift helped him and made some of his tee shots much easier than it was for Kepka and some of the other guys. So, I don't know. In my mind, when you hear something like that, the golf gods somehow were smiling on this guy. And they do have the great ones, right? I mean, it's inexplicable. I don't know why the wind shifted. I don't know what was good for Phil. I don't know why suddenly he found his game after having it lost for two years. I mean, how can you possibly explain that except to say that it's golf, and golf is the only sport where a 50-year-old can knock back 20 and 30-somethings. Right. Um, 
any given week. I mean, it's the only thing. Well, you know, we've argued about this for the last decade, right? Because on our show, um, you know, when Tom – 